0: All right, coming to you live from the International Object Discord server. <laughs> this is the newest episode of You Chose Poorly. And uh, hey, how's it going?
1: Hi. Hi, hi, hi. It's been a while since I've been involved in anything International Object. I suppose this episode, uh, it makes sense that it's this episode that we're doing this uh, in the server in.
0: There's some synergy here because, you know, so at the end mm. of the last episode, we said, okay, we'll, we'll do the wrestling episode. And mm-hmm. I've always thought doing a You Chose Poorly episode about wrestling. When I have a perfectly good wrestling podcast, we could do a wrestling <laughs> show on. And I thought, well, how can I make that different? How can I make this conversation not an episode of the International Object podcast, but an episode of You Chose Poorly, but about wrestling? That's, that's been on my mind the last mm-hmm. few weeks. Um,
1: did, did, did we not do this in season one? Do you remember? I, I don't remember anymore. No, we it.
0: didn't. We, we only talked about technology we products. That. We left wrestling on the table. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You and I may have done an episode of the International Object Podcast during the season one runtime.
1: <laughs> yeah, that might have been it, or that might have been like the last. I think that was the la- There was one season of International Object where I was the last episode. Yeah, it uh, was right before we did. You chose poorly, so uh,
0: it could have been. Yeah, I think. That's yeah, what yeah I'm, it could have been. We could have. That might have been a, like a warm up.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, that might have been it.
0: So. Um, what I was thinking of was basically asking you two or three questions that I probably would Mm -hmm. ask you about a technology product, but I want to think of wrestling (laughs) almost like a technology (laughs) product in our life that we keep like resubscribing to and how that is like something that has harmed Mm -hmm. us (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like. In the spirit of You Chose Poorly, we opt into this thing knowing Mm-mm. all of all of what comes with it, you know? Right, right. Like, very, very few of the things we've talked about have we gone in completely blind. Like, usually if something's kind of bad, we know going in, but we still go in anyway. Mm-hmm. Because it means something to us. That's right. Right? That's right. You know, whether it's Pokemon Go or... Mm-hmm. For the Zoom, which we also haven't talked about. <laughs> oh, it's on the. Oh, it's on the that. list. Um, yeah. You know, there's something. You, you. It's not like we go into these things completely thinking, "Oh, this is going to be great for our life." 100. percent You know. Yeah. And
1: like the first Apple Watch. Yeah, totally.
0: Like the first Apple Watch, you had the very first Apple Watch, right? Mm-hmm. And you knew going in that it was kind of underpowered <sighs> and a little slow, yep. and it didn't do much, and. Yeah, it, it, historically, it's like,
1: there's no way it's going to be good.
0: It's pretty functionally different than the way Apple Watches are today. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But it still meant something to you to get in on the ground floor. Yes, it's very important. So, pro wrestling.
1: So, so pro wrestling.
0: Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bring No, fo- no follow-up. Getting right into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, there's there's a bunch of follow up, but I think we should just save it. There's, yeah, we, we can save, save it save for it. next time. Should, this, this is a
1: wrestling episode, so let's yeah. do it.
0: Yeah, we'll do the follow up for tech stuff on the next tech episode. Yeah. What? So my first does
1: this mean that we'll be we'll be doing follow up for wrestling in future episodes as well?
0: Yeah, totally. This <laughs> or... might be a part one for wrestling. Wrestling's thick; it is a thick sauce. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, reduced over so many years.
0: Oh, my God. So, my first question to you is, mm. when did you first learn that <laughs> pro wrestling wasn't something that everybody just loved all the time? Oh, that's a good question. I didn't think you were going to ask me that.
1: Uh, hmm. No, it was immediately. Like, I was in senior prep. So, this is before grade one. Uh, and I was the wrestling kid. I was hmm. the kid who loved wrestling. The yearbook said I was the kid who loved wrestling more than anything else.
0: On the record and... like that. Wow.
1: Yep. Yep. I was the wrestling kid. Like, and no one else uh, really, it's like, I didn't talk to anyone else about it. Not in, not in senior prep. Like, it took a few years before I, I gained wrestling friends. Hmm. Yeah, there was a time when... Yeah, I got in trouble for it. And like you, you don't know. You're a kid. Like there was a, I was a good kid. I was a, I was the behave, one of the behaved kids of the class. And then there were the naughty kids. This was in the 90s when people were more, <laughs> people were less shy about labeling people. You don't do that anymore as a teacher. But at the time, I was a, I was a good kid. And there was a, the naughty kid. And um, there was a kid who was making noise. And I thought it just made sense that I, I bash his head on the blackboard, like you would on a turnbuckle. You know um because that doesn't really hurt but he deserved some sort of punishment and uh i did it and i got in trouble for it and that's when that was a revelation to me it's a different story but anyway i was the wrestling kid senior prep and that's when i learned that nobody else really cared for it
0: i'm so glad i asked this question because i feel like i unlocked a memory (laughs) from your life (laughs) Like how you long did. have we known each other? I didn't know that story. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. We're talking about wrestling too for the past decade or so. I know. I feel but like yeah. that would
0: have come up at some point. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's true though. It, it, it's a. It is a. It's almost like a core memory. Like it's it's formative. First, you learn that no one else likes wrestling, and wrestling is like people think wrestling is terrible after what I did. You know, like you bash a kid's head on a blackboard, mm. and I was a big kid. I was the biggest kid in the class.
0: But did that's you play like did, a few inches? Did you still. like? Did you like really hurt him?
1: I don't think so.
0: Okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, if 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 Max did it, if my son did
1: it to someone else, it would still merit. It would be as if he really hurt him, you know.
0: Or, uh, but, sure. Like, in, I probably
1: I don't think I did.
0: Fun- functionally, it's as if you did, but it probably didn't, right? right.
1: I probably yeah, probably not. And he's a friend, so we're okay now. It's been. <laughs> Thirty or so years.
0: Will he listen to this? I don't think so.
1: <laughs> I can send it over.
0: <laughs> you can send it over, and he'll be like, "You want me to listen to an hour and a half about pro wrestling?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Okay. So, and that and that taught you. You kind of learned around that period that your love mm-hmm. for this was not something that was universal. Like, like I I, I sometimes think about it like um. Because I grew up in the 90s. I sort of think about it like The Simpsons. Like, so many more people know and watched and liked The Simpsons than watched wrestling. Um, right. And it's so much more culturally accepted to have liked and watched <laughs> The Simpsons, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I, when I was young, I sort of just thought they were just, like, two of the same thing, right? Like... Well of course everyone watches wrestling. Wrestling's on the television and I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> everyone's watching it and everyone likes it because mm-hmm. I had gone to a live wrestling show as a kid and there were more people in that room than in any other room I'd ever been in and I just thought, well, of course so it's everybody. Everybody likes this. <laughs> you know. Right. And I think it wasn't until I think I was maybe 10 or 11 years old that I realized that there were people who did, who, who not only did not like this, but thought lesser of me for liking it. Right. Right. Um, that's what made you realize it? Um, uh, girls, I think at the, at the time, uh, <laughs> I think it was girls right. at the time. Um, who, cause yeah. in you know, in 1992, I knew girls and I liked wrestling and there was no, um, there, there was no uh, um, grouping of that at all. That was two very, very separate ideas, you know. Right. Uh, I wonder if I'd known a girl who liked wrestling earlier, if all of my teenage experiences would have been very, very different, involving wrestling.
1: <laughs> you know, I would say it would have for me. So it might have for you totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. there, you know, there's a period of time there where girls' opinions on things become more important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think that's basically what happened to me where, um, and the, 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 the world of wrestling sort of checks out in this case where I dropped out around 1994, like mid 94, mm-hmm. during Bret Hart's like big run and I was a big Bret Hart fan. Yeah, that was... And Brett yeah, and what, and, if, why? and if Bret Hart wasn't enough to keep me around, <laughs> nothing was going. to You know. Well, because I was I was mm. I was 12 and a half years old in 1994. Mm. So, I think that's what happened. I think I started I think I started liking girls and no girls that I liked or knew liked wrestling, which disqualified right. wrestling. I think that's what happened. Right. That's,
1: that's unfortunate. That's good that you caught up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it didn't take long. It didn't take long. So in 1996, like late 1996, like the, I remember this specifically, the fall of 96 was, I had a conversation with uh, one of my stepbrothers and I don't remember what we were talking about at all, but he said something like, he was surprised to hear that I hadn't heard of the NWO. Like that's Mm. how out of, wrestling i was that fall of 1996 i'd never heard of the nwo <laughs> and he was like what do you what do you mean you don't know about the end it was one of those like feigned ignorance things where it's like what's wrong with you what do you how are you not mm-hmm. on top of this and i said something like well i haven't watched wrestling in like two years I have, I have no idea what's going on and so i tuned in to a monday nitro having not watched wcw since like 1991 uh and it kind of hooked me again, much in the same way. I feel like some people are getting hooked right now on AEW.
1: <laughs> right, right, right.
0: You know, maybe That's they've true. been out of it we'll for a little that. while.
1: What was your impression of WCW before watching that Nitro?
0: The fall of 1996, I still think, is like a great season of Nitro. Like there's like three or four months there where I've gone back as, as an adult and I've watched those episodes. And they still hold up. They're still like great episodes of wrestling. Um, so I think they were just putting on a really good product, but at the time I was like, what is this? This is crazy. And I was just, it, it was a hundred percent new cast. I mean, Hogan was there, but I didn't really know anybody else. And Hogan was a different mm-hmm. character, right? Even though I was watching it, I was very aware that this was not something that people loved and <laughs> WCW specifically was not something that a lot of people knew about. My stepbrothers apparently were very well, <laughs> uh, well grasped on this, but, um, Nobody at school knew about it. I asked my friends, nobody at school knew about it. I was on my own. And it sort of WCW mm. became like the first TV show that I watched and talked to nobody about. Did that ever happen to you?
1: Yeah, that, no, never happened
0: to me. No, like, you, were always, been, you that, were always you were always able to communicate your wrestling fandom to somebody.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and there was no there was no internet, you know. So we also like there are there were a few people who would go to the states in the summer. And tell us all about this WCW thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> which 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 I had only known about from renting videotapes in the early 90s, and then mm-hmm. I couldn't find them anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I knew of WCW was that they were they were the second biggest company, and they were like the production value was not as good, so they were therefore worse. Right. And um, right. So so them telling me about Nitro and about. Which Nitro also felt like WCW always felt so. You know, Nitro sounds like Monday Night Raw. You know, it all. You know, it sounds like so. So from, so it's it's it sounded very much like they were trying to do a WWF thing, yeah. um, and and even then my point being we all relied on each other to tell each other what was happening i was i always kept abreast of wWF and you know they would ask me but then occasionally someone would come home uh, after after summer break and tell us all about all about the eight weeks of nitro that they watched <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know that the screw job uh, was connected with Brett going to wCw until like end of '98. Wow. When They told me that Brett had Brett had been there for a year, or like wow. mid ninety eight. Like it it had been half a year, and I had to catch up. It was after that that wrestling magazines became more widely available, and then I caught up with everything. Like I just bought all the back issues and read up on it. But that's how it was. So you know, it was a uh, slim pickings for mm-hmm. wrestling fans.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So that's a different experience. I definitely, I definitely had access to this in a way. I suppose not mm-hmm. everyone did. Um,
1: yeah. And, but you didn't have the the, the, the social uh, interaction that is uh, that I guess is so prevalent now. Like you didn't get to talk to anyone about it, and I feel like that also forms the way you think about wrestling, which is so uh, you know different from a lot of people I know. I think it's also why we get along. <laughs> the, the, the way you think about wrestling, in particular, is formed by not having anyone to talk to about it for so long. <laughs>
0: I think so. So, I mean, I, yeah. I I would move schools a few times, and I would end up at a school around the year 2000, where I fell in with some wrestling fans. And for mm. about a year, year and a half, I was friends with wrestling fans. And so the year 2000 and the year 2001, around, like, halfway through the year 2001, I'd say, like, uh, you know, just at the beginning of the WCW stuff in 2001, um that sort of 18 months i i really just just swam in wrestling because i would watch a lot of it i would watch a lot of it with other people um i watched almost every pay-per-view at somebody's house or at my house or whatever we would you know we would swap these sort of things um and you know so that was i would think that was probably the most sort of accepted it was in my life Mm. the so my whole life really was during that period where i I knew a handful of people who were really into this and so we talked about it all the time. And, um, it was, you know, it, it, it felt like a normal social thing to do <laughs> to talk about wrestling. And, right. um, but that's it. After that, I think I've maybe had a handful of experiences where it seems okay to bring this up and talk about it with some people, some of the time, but even those people, want to talk about it as much as i do ever right um and and that's i'm talking real life eventually i would find people on the internet and what's great about the internet is you Mm. find people who like the same things you do and and that fixed that problem but for a very very long time there i was just in a desert of ah i like this thing but i'm the only one i know who does um (laughs) even in high school even during that like 2000 2001 period i would be like Hey, let's watch this WCW show. And people would be like, what are you talking about? No one watches that. (laughs) 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 How
1: how did it make you feel, like being alone in that?
0: Um, What sucks is that you'd think I would either do one of two things, which is go all in on a thing I love and defend it to the death and be like, I don't care what anybody thinks about this. I I can't help but love this stuff, so I'm going to love it. Or you'd go the other way and you'd go, I'm going to take the fucking hint <laughs> that no one likes mm. this shit. <laughs> and, what, mm-hmm. and regardless of my feelings, I'm going to punt it out of my life and move on, right? You would think I would go one or the other. And I don't know that I was ever really like courageous enough or brave enough or secure enough or confident enough to do one or the other. Mm. So I would often just watch it alone. And I would I would write about it sometimes, and I think writing about it is what eventually led me to like doing like Inside Pulse stuff and eventually Tumblr stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, that it, it, almost almost none of that was in my actual real life.
1: I'm sorry, that's that must have been not fun. I mean, it, it ended up with the it, the outcome was good, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think
0: so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, you know, it sucks to have sucky experiences, regardless of how formative they might be. Like I, I never, I never felt it sucked being a wrestling fan until until recently. Oh no! <laughs> until, so We like, will talk about that definitely. <laughs> we definitely will talk about. that. So we will. Right. Oh yes.
0: Yeah. Um, but growing
1: up, it was pretty fun. Like people were. Uh, I, I, I guess it was because like I. I was—I think I'm a year or two behind you, so when when it became socially acceptable was also like so girls didn't like uh, wrestling when Mm -hmm. I was 12, 13, but that's when everyone was talking about wrestling except Mm -hmm. the girls. (laughs) You know, this is when everyone—this is Austin and this is DX—and all we had was WWF. We never had WCW. Yeah. Uh, And I'm realizing how much that goes into how I felt about it. Like we simply didn't have access to it yeah um and and i of and eventually it got to the point that i was the only one i was the one with the most access to it because of the magazines and this was like a year before the internet like mm-hmm. because wrestling internet was still forums and stuff you know so we were kids and we didn't know how to do that stuff yeah. um, so we had the magazines and i would have the magazines and tell them all about the stuff and and every everything i'd read about wcw was just eh. but my point being socially it was fun and even all the way up to college with the uh the extended attitude pre ruthless aggression era mm-hmm. raw smackdown the post wcw era was was fun cuz the every we we were it was college we all hung out in college and talked uh, as students talking about what was happening in wrestling even if i was the I was the one who was all in. Like I was the one who was on the internet all the time and re- reading magazines all the time and knew all the terminology and knew the backstage stuff. Everybody still watched the product. Mm-hmm. You know, so it it never it never felt bad being the the wrestling guy mm-hmm. uh growing up. But it was it was nice I, I guess the difference is uh where you had uh you had no one. <laughs> I guess there was no one I could uh, talk to or no one I could read uh, or interact with or engage with, or there was no discourse that existed that was more than a weekly recap and more than a rash judgment on somebody being somebody burying somebody. Yeah. You know, like beyond the beyond the beyond the Meltzer smarky thing. There yeah. wasn't much. And the I, I, dirty you know...
0: botch talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You
1: know, their cheat watchdog exactly, and yeah. I mean that still exists today. Oh but yeah, I, because I had been right because I had been talking to people uh, much earlier than you were. I like I yearned for that sort of thing, and I think it wasn't until Tumblr that you know I got along with fans that I felt were like my people. You know, <laughs> <laughs> these were these were my my kind of fan. Uh, yeah. that I was just now hanging out with. But you and,
0: you and did I, not I think, suck. agree entirely on that. I I, I very much felt. Um like I very much felt like that was a very special time and place. Right. You know. Um Yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah. And I do remember and I and I will sort of correct myself here like during that period of time like 2000 2001 I did know girls who did like wrestling during that period and that is way more fun <laughs> than, than just right. just just guys who like wrestling. Like nothing against the guys but, you know, it's better when everybody likes the thing. You know. Right, right, totally. Um yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it was always actually pretty important to me that that uh, that girls liked it. Because if, if girls didn't like it, to me, there's something about the thing that makes me go, what is it about this that is toxic or is, you know, maybe not okay, right? I would always sort of take that as a bit of a barometer.
1: That's uh, awfully uh, progressive of you as a young person. I like, don't know I, I if I thought it.
0: about it that way <laughs> at the time, but um, right. yeah, yeah. Where if it's just, like, I don't know, if, like, half the population thinks that this is really, really terrible, maybe, I don't know. Uh, and this is why I will right. not shut up about the AEW Women's Division bullshit until they fix it.
1: Mm. Right, right, right.
0: Anyways, um, so, yeah, okay, so, was there a period of time for you where wrestling was something you didn't talk about in, like, Polite Company or Progressive Company or... Professional company. Like, was there something? Was there ever a time when you felt like you, you gotta hide this a little?
1: Um, no.
0: I mean, that's no. I don't think amazing. so. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I'm lucky enough to have never have had to hide it. Like, cause, like, cause in college I had wrestling friends, and then after college, uh, before I got a real job, <laughs> before I got a real job, it was theater like it was years and years like a 3 or so years of just theater work that I was doing and mm-hmm. my theater work was absolutely informed by my wrestling fandom like you know in between scenes during rehearsal I would ha- there 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 would be a bunch of us who were fans and we would just play wrestle on the side you wow. know because we were in a ballet studio it was great it was great play wrestle we uh, would write up a whole match you know, or two. You know, it'd be ridiculous, dorky things that we would do as kids that we could now do as adults because we had a studio that didn't hurt to fall on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so, no, never. And everybody knew that. Like it, it was in my audition interview that I, the reason I'm into theater is because I I can't get into wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, there the you know this is, theater is the closest thing I had to wrestling. Um. Which is funny now, but you know, at the time, that's how I, I want. That's why I was interested.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so no. To answer your question, no, I've never had to hide it. It's it's not a thing that I've ever been affected by. That's- I'm guessing it was for you.
0: Yeah, well, so short answer, yes. Um, But I I just, <laughs> yeah. I just want to reflect on you for a second and just be like, that's that's amazing. I mean, just to... To, to take the word wrestling out of it, but just be like, hey, this thing you love, were you always able to mm. communicate your love for it publicly and around people that you respect and like, and have that work out positively. Anytime that's, anytime that works is amazing. <laughs> mm. You know, any, anytime you can feel at least a, a sense of like, yeah, this is, this isn't bad for me to like this. This isn't going to hurt my career or hurt my relationship for me to be into this. Um, I
1: I also think it has it has more to do with or it has more to do with more negative things (laughs) in terms of my personality so like there's a lot of arrogance there you know I, I don't think it's a matter of me trusting the world to not harm me Mm-hmm. Uh, because I love a thing that they don't. I think it has. It's not. It's not an It's not an open, naive trust. It's more of a. More of an arrogance thing. Like like it's a self belief. I think that was misplaced. at many times in my life, that made me not want to hide what I cared about. It, so, it wasn't so much that I was. It was in a safe place all the time.
0: It's like you chose that first path that I was talking about earlier. You were like, I'm going to be confident enough about this thing that I like that I'm not going to let. Yeah. I'm not going to let the world tell me I shouldn't love it.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it was not as harsh as it sounded the first time, but yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I love it. You know, I can't help but love it. So, you know, and I'm not, I I, I think it was important to me to not cram it down anyone's throats. Mm-hmm. It was good also that I had friends to talk to about it. Like that's, I think that's a key difference. Like if I had no one, I think I would be so hungry to like, just be weird about it, but I, I didn't have to be weird about it. Whereby weird, I don't mean like I'm judging it as weird, but you know how the world would perceive weirdness. Yeah. You know? So I, I, you know, so I didn't have to. I could just honestly tell them, look, I got into theater because of wrestling, and I know you think wrestling silly, but that's why I'm into it. You know, I, I didn't have to, like, hey, wrestling's the best. You guys are dumb. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I didn't have to do that. So, so it's it's a lot of privilege, and I think a lot of self-belief that oftentimes was misplaced. But that's what I've been lucky enough to have.
0: No, it just sounds like confidence. Why why do you think it's misplaced?
1: Oh, well, no. I I mean, like, yes, I think the the outcome is confidence, which is good most of the time. But I I don't know. There is a... I guess there are times in my life that I probably should have been less sure of myself you know dunning kruger you know it's the uh, the more the more you know and the more you grow the more and the, the less course. you know the more confident you are right so <laughs> so so it's youth it's youth and uh, you know it's it's gotten me places my confidence yeah. but a lot of times you know now looking back it's like yeah you didn't know what you're doing <laughs> but that's a different podcast sawyer don't you think
0: <laughs> i think it's this i don't know if it's this episode but i think it is this podcast <laughs> oh that's true <laughs> yeah
1: but yes it's it does sound like confidence and i'm, I'm grateful you think that but you know you yeah. know what i mean about how uh, that's that's why i think it was misplaced it's not so much that i didn't like myself it's just you know knowing more now knowing more about myself now like mm-hmm. I, I could see what i was doing back then in a way that i didn't back then
0: I sometimes I I sometimes think about, you know, like I've talked about this plenty of times where it's like I try to give myself an off season in wrestling, like I try to mm. determine my own off seasons because wrestling's never going to do that for me. Um and I always try to temper my wrestling fandom in a way to be like I don't want this to take over mm-hmm. my life because I've found that if I if I don't put those reins in, if I don't put those controls in like my like iphone screen time style controls if i don't put those on wrestling i will just let it consume me um and wrestling is happy to let you consume it forever all day long mm-hmm. there's there's all day long amounts of wrestling and there always has been you know that's true right like
1: yeah you've always you've always advocated for this like
0: <laughs> i do think it's generally helpful even even the things you love to be like is this going to be... Should this be actually, like, 10 hours of your day? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, because wrestling can be 10 hours of your day if you want it to be. You know? It's pretty easy to... Even just even just new stuff, it's pretty easy to just drown in it. Um, and it's easier than ever to just follow five, six promotions around the world all the time. You know? Well,
1: I think that's, that's something I never, I think, got to experience. Like, the... I never, this is, uh, I guess this is what we're going to explore, but this is not, wrestling was never the sort of thing that I could, cons- like, there there would be, there would be like a storyline or a match or a pay-per-view or a wrestler okay. I'd be into, and there'd be stretches of a time where they would consume, uh, they would consume 10 or more hours of my day, mm-hmm. but I never experienced, like, thinking, I want to consume wrestling for 10 hours today. Yeah. Like I, I think I, I'm learning, or I have learned that wrestling as a thing, uh, as a thing, is not a thing I ever wanted to. Well, I guess after becoming like an, an adult, <laughs> like after not being a kid anymore, I, I don't know when it changed, but uh, at some point, wrestling just, was just not a thing that I wanted to do without knowing what I was gonna get into. Right. Like right, you know, right. I'd like I'd watch that now. Hours of of Sean of Shawn Michaels' career, or something, or Bret Hart, or Punk, or something. Yeah, you know, or John Cena matches for a whole day. I can do that, but I can't be like, I'm gonna do wrestling this Saturday.
0: You're you not, do, you're <laughs> not doing two hours of TNA, two hours of New Japan, two hours no. of Rev Pro, two hours of Joshi stuff. You're not, you're not, you're not doing the the sampler platter.
1: No, never, never. Right. I mean, there there are people on the internet who do that for me and tell me that that they didn't enjoy it that they enjoyed <laughs> this match or that match that's yeah. not 10 hours you know so, True. <laughs> yeah so but I, I was never that fan sawyer like, that was yeah. never me so i you know maybe like i'm i'm that's i don't know i'm just i guess the the need i understand your need for an offseason and there was a time that i tried to do it but i realized i think i have off seasons built in just because wrestling as a thing isn't that interesting to me you know like and i love it i love it to my bones but it's just not the same i can't do i can't do different companies i can't do and and we're gonna get to this but i think ultimately i I grew up with wwf right and even as even when it was good it was not a thing you could do 10 hours on you know (laughs) like even like even at its best like a great wrestlemania should never go beyond four hours you know so (laughs) and I. It was, it was not a thing. And I tried. There, were, I, I'd have three days before. Yeah. But I would just be like, this is going to be a wrestling day. And after like hour three, it would be, you know. And it's emotionally taxing. Wrestling is not. I feel like wrestling at its best has to be engaging. I can't watch it on the background. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't watch it on the background mm-hmm. of doing something else. I, can't... I mean, I'm not saying people can't. I'm saying I can't. Right. You know, so like when I'm watching wrestling, I have to be really into it. And I do get really into it. But after yeah. getting really into a thing, you're exhausted. After three hours, it's, it's yeah. just exhausting to, to, you know, a, a near fall and a, a great match. After a while, it's like, okay, I can't, I can't handle more of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like emotionally, I can't, mm-hmm. like I, I've maxed out my emotion muscles and I need to recover and read up on tech news or something, you yeah. know, or, or sit and stare at the wall. So no, I, I've never, I've never had to do that. And I, and I... It, it, there was a time that, I, and I ask you about this, I think, pretty regularly. About is, is it is 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 it because of the product? Like, is the product just not a thing I could get into, mm. or is it you know is it sucky creative? Is it a sucky season? Is it a sucky storyline? Or is it or is it me? And I think uh, in the past few years, I'm realizing it's just me. <laughs> this is just how, I, you know, this is how I, after learning about so many wrestling fans. Because of the internet. Like, so many. So many. And so many in the Philippines, too. Like, more than I ever thought. Like, I'm I'm not... I I don't have to be the wrestling guy anymore. And wrestling guy doesn't have to mean what everybody else thinks it means. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for AEW, is what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. I just just want to wrap... so much, yeah. Yeah, I just want to wrap up slightly this idea of, like... Like... For largely throughout your life you've been a WWE guy. Like mm-hmm. that's your stories. And I think I think there's something to I think something happened to me very, very early that made me realize that WWE was only one place. And WWE does a lot of work. Like a like there is there's a non like there is a budget at WWE and there always has been of making their fans comfortable in the knowledge that this is the only wrestling you need to see, and they Absolutely. try very, very hard to not make it seem like they are one wrestling company in a world of many wrestling companies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the fact that they don't call themselves a wrestling company, in the in the fact that they like to change the names of character of performers that come in, and right, and who you are here. Um, matters in a way that, you know, when you weren't here, you didn't matter and, right? Uh, All that, like, Mm -hmm. whereas I've found, and I, you know, I think, I think it's WCW's fault because I saw WCW as a kid. And I think if I didn't, I think if I hadn't seen WCW shows in the early 90s as a kid who liked wrestling and who could, I could just swallow wrestling. I could just like, when I was seven or eight, just give me, All the wrestling in the world. And I'll take it. I don't care what it is. Because we had TBS in like 1991. And I saw wrestling. Or I saw WCW. I don't think I ever had it in my mind that WWE was like... I always thought about them. They're just one place that does wrestling. And there's places around the world that does wrestling. And they all have their own flavor and their own style. And through WCW I learned about New Japan. Right? Mm. Um, And WCW, Uh much like AEW... Was so much better about being like, hey, we're just one wrestling company in a world of wrestling companies, and sometimes we trade talent around. Right. You know? How did you feel when they lost, though? Oh,
1: I. Well, you were, you were, a, you should be a, like a teenager by then, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I was yeah. 17 years old when. Mm. 17, 18 when, when WCW died. And I was mm. absolutely. Um, I did not believe that it was happening. <laughs> mm because uh you know I was you know like everybody I watched that last episode of Nitro and I watched that episode of Raw and I thought this is all a storyline. I thought this is all just, you know, they're they're doing a secret wars like Marvel and DC did or whatever, you know? Like <laughs> right. I thought I honestly right. thought that's kind of what was happening here with it. Oh, they're going out of business. Sure, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, right. right. Right? I it took me a while to really believe that this happened you know oh oh ecw and wcw went out of business in the same quarter sure mm-hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> oh and they both just happened to be bought by vince mcmahon who's just happened to you know make a new wcw trademark so he can make his own show so they can do like a, a crossover big event <laughs> right that's hilarious! What a coincidence so that is.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very you, though. The, it's very skeptical Sawyer. It's so me. That's to so be funny. Like, to be it's like, so
0: you. My pro wrestling brain is telling me that this <laughs> is right. <fixed."> <laughs> right? <laughs> right. You, you were saying <laughs> this is what you were saying about Punk.
1: About our like our second podcast. You're saying, sure, he's leaving. Sure. Sure, he signed the contract that day. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> he stood by. He stood by over the past decade. But Of yes, course. It, it sounds sure. like you.
0: And probably that's true now. But at the time. <laughs> <laughs> at the time. Right, right. I was like, right. whatever. That's not that how these things <laughs> work. <were? laughs>
1: this is like a... Uh, you remember the uh, irre- uh differences with the uh, Merlin and and, and John Syracuse and they were talking about wrestling. Do you remember this episode? I and think uh, so. Merlin was Merlin spent the whole episode trying to convince Syracuse to watch Hell in a Cell with Mankind and Undertaker. Yeah. And then he, he wouldn't be convinced and then he tells him sorry, we just link it. But he tells yeah. him that uh, that he fell, falls off the cell at 16 feet. Then he falls through the cell. And Syracuse is like, Yeah, sure. There was no crash pad. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, No, you have to understand. They bought yeah. WCW, Sawyer.
0: <laughs> yes, of course. Sure, they that's what it. happens. Companies just buy <laughs> one another. <laughs> <laughs> pro wrestling.
1: And that's a pro wrestling thing. Like, that's a yeah. wrestling fan brain way to think. Totally.
0: Totally. <laughs> so that's so but what so my grief about wcw would take like two years because it took like two Hmm. years for them to actually like completely desecrate (laughs) it you know right (laughs) like like i gotta say as someone who only watched wwe the years 2001 to 2003 must have been pretty weird for you (laughs)
1: Well, okay, so it, it was slightly different for me. It was not as weird as what you might think because there was a stretch here where our local cable network uh, decided to, not decided to, I guess they got a better deal from WCW. So so we lost WWF programming for for like the end of 2000. Uh, The end of 2000, it, they switched over to WCW, which pissed a lot of us off. So, so we were forced weird. to watch
0: Nitro every week. Oh Super God. weird, right? So right? you got to see, and like, was, the last was... four months of Nitro.
1: Yes, we did. And then suddenly Vince is back. Like, he appears. Like, he's the first one on the show. And it's it's such a thrill. So this is, see, see unlike for you, this it, is amazing. for me, it was such a thrill. Because it felt like vindication. It's like, yeah, you idiots. You should have just stayed with Raw. You know, we amazing. wanted to watch Raw. No one asked for Nitro. <laughs> and then suddenly, four months in... March two thousand like one, I think, yeah, two thousand yeah, two. Two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand one, yeah. suddenly Vince appears. And I have purchased WCW and it's like, holy shit. Like this is like this is vindication, you idiots at the network. This made us, you know, and we were teenagers, so we were now thinking of things like networks and <laughs> and TV deals. These are now smarky things we were thinking about. And it was it was the it was the biggest thrill to see vince again like to not see vince with through dvds and videotapes but to see him on our tvs again was just, as just a just as a quick
0: aside us. i just want to say like the only people i've ever heard use the word network ratings are wrestling fans no people who watch yeah. <laughs> other television shows even know oh, that there yep. are ratings <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. This is one of
1: our Tumblr gripes. Like, yeah. this is why we all yeah. became friends because yeah. it's a stupid, it's a stupid it's wrestling so stupid.
0: thing. It's such a stupid it, wrestling it's thing. It's no, so stupid. People who watched Frazier didn't give a shit. <laughs> they didn't
1: give a shit. Like Arrested Development. No one watched Arrested Development.
0: Well, i I, right? okay. for, I, I, I will say, like season, th- season three of Arrested Development, they did start talking about ratings for that one. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. But
1: you know that was a good like seven year stretch between yeah. two and three. So, but you know, I,
0: I mean, and nothing that matters ever cares about ratings. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's it's a so stupid funny. So, wrestling. Okay, thing. so I gotta ask you: Did you watch the last four yeah. months of Nitro, or did you like? I'm not watching this shit.
1: I tried to, but you know, it was it was really like even as a teenager, I knew it was bad at that point. Like mm-hmm. if this was this like. Things were not making sense. Russo had been champion for like, like three times by then. You know, it, mm-hmm. it was just, you know, there after I think it was Bash the the thing with Booker. There, there was a, uh, yeah, right, that, let's was, let's like sum- so that was, was like the, summer. So that was like
0: summer two thousand. Yeah,
1: summer two thousand, right? And it was yeah. shortly before that there was the Bischoff and, and Russo era that was yeah. supposed to restart everything. Yeah. Like I started watching there, and then it fell apart after like two months. Oh. And then after that, it it and then they re- they tried to the reboot with with Booker. Yeah. they kicked out Hogan yeah. and then it fizzled out after two months you know? yeah. so at that point it just became like okay they're just trying now to see what sticks yeah. because they at this point they had been losing they had been losing for a year at that point right so you know it just felt kind of sad to watch like you know Brett there was the NWO Silver and then that disappeared and then <laughs> Goldberg came back and then he disappeared and you then know Booker, more about late
0: than I thought you did <laughs>
1: Which, yeah, but well, I guess because, that makes sense you know, because I didn't a,
0: your TV network shoved yes. it down your throat.
1: <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a choice, and there was no no internet. I mean, internet was forums, you know. Oh man! So yeah, that's all we had. Meanwhile, and, you're and missing and, and then out then
0: on. Comes back. You're missing out on Jericho, Benoit, Guerrero, Triple H. Oh God! You're missing yeah. out on that like yes. period of WWF that's just like four five star matches every night for eight months straight. Every night. Yeah, I had
1: to meet up with strangers. Uh, like I had to chat, uh, meet strangers on the internet who would sell me, uh, uh, sell me DVDs that they would have shipped to them from the states, just so right. I could watch these matches. Right. You know, we're we're talking like Helena, Cell, Jericho, Triple H. We're talking Benoit. And I, we, it was literally that season, exactly yeah. that season. Yeah. And
0: I missed all of it because oh. the network, the network decided that Nitro <laughs> was where it was at. That's so. so... Oh my... <laughs> Imagine what a what an amazing fuck up that is to be like it's early 2000 here's what we're gonna do is make you watch wcw instead of wwf oh my god yeah
1: yeah so to have vince come back oh my god it was just amazing amazing i'm telling you so but i this goes into like i think why i'm a wwe guy like why? Yeah, you know, and I've had to deconstruct it in the past month.
0: Well, and it, because, well, the, you know, so this is really interesting. So about a month ago, we started talking about doing this show, and you were like, "I want to, I want to mostly say that I'm, that I guess I'm just a WWF guy after a lot, or a WWE guy after a lot of introspection. I've thought about a lot. I think I'm just a WWE guy, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then after, after, after all of TNA wrestling." After all of New Japan Pro Wrestling, after all of Impact Wrestling, after all of uh, Ring of Honor, after all of these um, international companies who have tried to be a second place or a third place wrestling company from WWE or tried to be an alternative, and you going, I'm good, I'm I'm fine where I am, I'm I'm happy here in WWE. Whatever whatever they're giving me is fine. <laughs> You know, I'm sure it's very nice over in Japan, but I'm good here. (laughs) I don't, Mm -hmm. Kenny what? I don't, whatever. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I remember Ushibu, when you were, whatever. You, were sen-
1: you, were, you were sending me Kenny matches, and I, yeah. all I had to say was, he's, he's very he's very handsome.
0: Yeah, <laughs> That's all I remember saying. <laughs> he's a handsome guy. You complimented him like people used to do with Lex Luger. Oh, that guy's in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Wow, look at that body. Look at that guy. Look at those pecs. <laughs> and I, for years, I have been sending you stuff. I'm like, look at this. Check this out. And you're like, eh, it's fine, I mm-hmm. guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> what happens?
1: Well, I, I think I had to admit it, is what I what happened. Like, after admitting it, it just broke everything. It's like, oh, oh, I'm just the WWE guy. Like, mm-hmm. now knowing what I am, I can change. You know? <laughs> you know? You know so I think it's that. Like, I, I'm realizing that my fandom is just habit and expectation that was formed not by wrestling content. Not by wrestling itself, but by Vince, by the people with the budget to convince me that there was no one else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it—it it, it was that that was operating. I mean, with the help of stupid networks in in my childhood, but you know, but. Uh,
0: but besi- yeah, they tried their best. They were like, "Here's WCW."
1: <laughs> yeah, they tried, you know. But and they then they you lost. The That's worst the first
0: year of WCW to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then they lost. Like, ultimately, it just proved that they were wrong, you know? I mean, and so I wonder
0: what would have right. happened if they'd given you WCW in 1997 instead of 2000, you know? Like, give you a the, good WCW year.
1: Yeah, they they had, uh, there was a, we had TNT. TNT came on at 9 after Cartoon Network all day. Uh-huh. And at 9 p.m., switch over to TNT. And on Saturdays at 9, they'd air Nitro. Nitro was a three-hour show. Oh my so God. I would try to watch Nitro, and but, you know, fail. At hour two, I'd be gone. You know, I would miss Lex Luger. I would miss Lex Luger winning the championship. Like, I remember that episode. Like, I had to watch the recap the next week at the beginning of the next Nitro to right. see that I missed it. Ugh. Yeah, so that was a right that was a big deal sure and but you know so they, they tried but you know uh, it's just just not the same Yeah, it was not the same as raw which was thursdays at six you know so just perfect Yeah, for kids getting home from school we'd watch it that makes sense. anyway so yeah that's that's it would have been different i think if it was accessible if, if especially if there was the monday night wars like you guys had like two of them at the same uh, time that well, would have like, been such a okay, thrill
0: okay so like the americans had like i never had that I had I had Raw on Monday and I had Nitro on Tuesday. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's perfect. Then and then that there was been a period, ideal. There was a period of time in like ninety nine two thousand where you would have Raw on Monday, Nitro Tuesday, um, Thunder on Wednesday, SmackDown on Thursday, and ECW <laughs> on Friday. Then <laughs> you would Friday. have. <laughs> then you would have a Saturday WWE show usually, and then on the Sunday, because there's three wrestling companies running, almost every Sunday there was a pay per view. Yeah, that was nuts. Right, that's what I mean. Like about I, it know. can consume you if you really want it to. Like if you if you let wrestling yeah. in, it'll take it all. Right.
1: Well, I'm I'm kind of going through that now because I haven't had. Uh, and again, we'll get to this more later. But I, I I've never like my whole married life. I didn't have a wrestling habit except to watch clips and right. the occasional match, and then Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And maybe one or two of the other pay per views if there was a match I was looking forward to. And I'm talking WWE shows, yeah. of course. But
0: that's you know, that's um, not bad yeah. as a season. To be like you know, like if you were to compare that to a season of regular television, Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. WrestleMania, a couple matches here and there, that's that's fifteen hours of TV, you know? That's that's right. that's, that's yeah, plenty totally. compared to another T V show. Yeah,
1: but nowadays, like because of this whole AEW thing, which again we which which we're supposed to get to, but yeah, the 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 viewing habits have changed. Where now I I have like I have to say like, hey, I'm gonna watch wrestling tonight, <laughs> you know, and it's two hours of just please 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 don't bother me because I have to see what's happening now, and it feels different, man. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird as an adult to be this way.
0: There's a little bit of but, like you know, wait a minute, am I actually making this a priority? <laughs> Am I <laughs> yeah. am I actually telling other human beings yep. that I'm mm-hmm. doing this and it's going to take a while? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so and that's
1: that's what's happening for me nowadays.
0: So I I think we can do AEW now. So so you broke a lifetime ban on trying other mm-hmm. wrestling companies. I mean, obviously, other mm-hmm. wrestling companies have come in and out of your life occasionally, but like most mm. of the, it's been WWE, and you like. Lex Luger on the first episode of Nitro show up <laughs> at AEW and you go, what's mm-hmm. causing all this? Which is a Ric Flair catchphrase mm-hmm. I'm realizing, but whatever. Everybody's old here. Um, <laughs> right, right. And you're here. Yes, to I see, did. Uh, you're here to see what's going on. Because something's, yeah, I mean, right? Something, something's in the air, right? Something's in the air with this company.
1: Something is in the air. And, it's, and I speak... Uh, Trying to figure out what I had to un, un- unpack with my WC- WWE loyalism. I think it's I think it's important that the show looks good. Like, the show is not some dingy, like, cheap-looking, low-production value. It's all about the wrestling kind of show. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why I couldn't get into Ring of Honor. This is why I couldn't get into TNA. Because, yeah. you know, I, I would... You know, it just looked sad. Yeah, It looked sad to watch. Like, you know, and, I don't know. I mean... And, and even, I have to admit, even NXT is not a thing I could really get into. Just mm. because, and, and I'm realizing how much of Kevin Dunn is in my brain. Like, this is Kevin Dunn brain, you know? This is this is Vince, this is everything that, that everybody hates about WWE that I used to say that I don't like either. But I'm realizing how ingrained it is in me. Mm-hmm. That the superficial, shallow things are what I look for. Because, like, the music doesn't sound, WCW's music never sounded right. Yeah. you know it was so gray everything was gray and the audio, the music sucked but also yeah. the audio mixing was not great like you know it was not great it was the you couldn't hear the music you didn't know who was coming in you had to you had to pay attention to all of the other cues that you never had to in WWF yeah so i think no what i've known for a while is that AEW is much better at that than any other company ever besides WWE and i also started to notice like how on the nose well, this is probably me now because they've been on the nose about it but wwe has been very on the nose about being different production value wise like i think the the ar stuff the ar stuff they've been trying to do i, I don't yeah. know if you noticed this or yeah, you probably yeah, during, did or, i don't know if you watched it yeah yeah i don't think anyone could not notice it but you know if you watched <laughs> it there's the, there's the there's the ar stuff which which just felt like like I'm 34 years old, guys. You don't, you don't need to do this. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I know it's Sasha Banks. You don't yeah. have to say boss in half. You know, it's, it just seemed like, is this really what we're doing, guys? Uh, and you know, why don't we? do something else with the story you know (laughs) instead of and you know this is very smarky perspectives here but yeah see that aew was was doing a show that looked like i could watch it that didn't look like i had to be a a a niche fan to enjoy it was the first step right and i remember i uh, I don't
0: mind the ar stuff i actually think it's kind of cute and if i was 10 i think i'd i'd love it you know I, I sometimes I, I sometimes I have I, to remind myself like like I think I still think the ideal customer for WWE is still a ten year old. Um, no, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly so I, right. So I think whenever they do a weird production thing like the AR stuff, I'm like, I think they're doing this because they probably want to impress the ten year olds.
1: Yeah, remember the, when Strow before Braun Strowman got fired. Like uh-huh. he would do this thing where he would they, they, he would uh, run around the ring and then tackle somebody at the other corner at yeah. the opposite corner from where he started. Yeah. and there was a couple of weeks where he would go he would he would pump his, his fists and uh, as if he was a train and then yeah. the 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 audio of the show,
0: included like a choo choo-choo, choo chug 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 like a train sound did you ever catch this <laughs> no i did not but i believe no. you and that and that sounds like exactly like the production's <laughs> like this a 10-year-old would go yeah. crazy for this probably that's their guess whether that's the case yeah. i don't know but i think that's what they're going for yeah
1: that's definitely what they're going for and it's cute and i accept it but it just felt like they are like of all the things that you guys are investing in yeah this probably shouldn't like, you know, this this probably doesn't seem like yeah. what I would like you to. I have to rephrase here. So it's not a should. It's not a should because mm-hmm. I, I see what they're going for. Mm-hmm. But I, it, I think it's a matter of having accepted that WWE has an ideal audience, which is the 10-year-old. <laughs> I think. Uh, so. Well, that's I my always, guess.
0: I mean, who yeah. knows what's in Vince's mind anymore? But that's my guess. Yeah, you're you're
1: not wrong. You're and not t- wrong. And, but and I I'll say this: I'll, th- I'll
0: say I'll say the ten year old in all of us, like in a very Pixar way. You know? Yes. Right. Yes. Like childlike delight yeah, doesn't I- necessarily mean it's a kids' show. It, it's it's you know it's it's like half fantasy.
1: Yeah. And I and this, there are, there have been shows in the past, however many years that they've they've done that well. Mm -hmm. but it's just it's just it's just not the rule it's always it's just you know it's the exception yeah and and realizing that i'm a wwf guy but not admitting that it's the rule felt stupid i I think think that's what i realized last month
0: i I think it's okay to be like but i'm also in my 30s and i'm an adult and sometimes it would be nice to have a wrestling show for adults um Mm -hmm. and that is kind of what AEW is. And that's what the I think that's what they're going for is you. <laughs> like I think I think you, that makes sense. I think yeah. you are their ideal actual fan. Whereas Vince McMahon's ideal fan is a ten year old or someone who wants to have some childlike delight. I think AEW's ideal fan is a is a thirty four year old who's seen a lot of wrestling already. Hmm. Um I actually do not think that AEW is a good show to start with in wrestling. Um Hmm. You know, uh, and for this, for someone who's been watching AEW since the beginning, like their very first set of shows, they, they came off as we are continuing, like we are continuing storylines, personalities, and wrestlers who were featured in other companies, right? Like the beginning of AEW was like, this is the next episode of New Japan Pro Wrestling, or this is the next episode of Ring of Honor, or the next episode of, um like a New York indie show that you were watching last month and now you're watching this because those people who were there last month are here now and we know that you saw those shows and you we know that you've watched these characters over there and so we're not going to do any work in introducing these characters or what they are or what they think or anything like that. We already know that you yeah. watch 10 hours of wrestling a week and have been for 20 years. <laughs> so we don't need to do that work for you.
1: And it comes from a place of like respect, right? Like I, yep. I feel, I I feel that the AEW fan feels more appreciated because they're respected by the company. Because the uh, company that also sense. has yeah.
0: that long memory, and mm-hmm. and they're like, and, and I honestly do think that one of the reasons that they they have this amazing buzz right now is that they go, well, okay, so what if instead of calling our fans losers for liking wrestling? Which mm-hmm. WWE has certainly been pretty guilty of over the years mm-hmm. at times. What if we were like, hey, you like wrestling. We like wrestling. What if we did kind of some cool wrestling stuff on this show? <laughs> <laughs> like, what if... Here, just just what if we <laughs> had CM Punk show up in Chicago? And what if we had... And not, and, and and what not if bury was, him. And what if it was cool? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what if it was what if just that we just that yeah yeah <laughs> like what if and here's just a crazy thought what if we let Britt baker be popular in pittsburgh and have her win a match in pittsburgh what if we let the the wrestlers who are in their hometown what if we just flip this the wwe script and have them win their hometown match mm-hmm. instead of always losing? it
1: always losing well, I mean, like this is le- true
0: in WWE, they have this like weird rule where if it's your hometown, you're losing the match. Mm-hmm. I don't and know why. Make them feel bad. I still don't know why. <laughs> but and
1: it goes all the way up to like Jim Ross in Oklahoma, right? Yeah. I mean, like he's not even a wrestler. No, but you know. <laughs> but let's bury him in Oklahoma.
0: My sorry to life. use the term bury. Like... My real life has made me feel bad enough about being a wrestling fan. I don't need WWE also <laughs> making me feel bad about this, you know? So, yeah, like, yep. I feel like AEW is just being like, hey, what are those things that WWE did that made people feel ashamed of this? What if we literally just go the opposite direction with those decisions? You know, like, like the most recent episode of Dynamite was in Cincinnati and John Moxley who is one of their main characters? Who is from Cincinnati, got to be in the main event and got to win the match, and it made the crowd very happy. Did I lose you? Yeah, it's. Oh, you're still there.
1: Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild, isn't it? Like something, something so simple, <laughs> something so simple, is a the thing they're they're trying, and it works. Yeah, it's, it's. That's... I think it's, it's, it's building a lot of trust. I mean, I've been around for about a month now, I mm-hmm. think, and you know, I am and it's making me feel that I... It's so weird that a company can make you feel these things because of how just WWE has conditioned me. Mm-hmm. But I, I it's making me feel uh, like it's building a lot of trust mm-hmm. in me as a fan, as a new fan. Like, this is a company you can trust to not shit on you. <laughs> to not shit on you because we want someone else's money or attention, you know? Uh, it's... it's uh, there's an there's a cage side seats article that expresses this, mm. but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll link it. I'll send you the article later. But it's I think what they're doing now, I can tell, is that they're building a lot of trust. The people who, have, who are just starting, uh, like me, uh, are they're, they're introducing folks a little bit more. They're letting us know about what's happening more, uh, and also they're showing us that our investment, like they're being very deliberate in showing us that the investment of my attention and emotion will pay off like this is not a thing we'll either uh, at at best or at worst shit on or at best forget yeah. like this is a thing they value which is uh, god it's uh, you know it's so important and so basic but it's so refreshing it's so goddamn refreshing sawyer yeah that, that a company that a company is putting on a show that makes me feel good about watching it even if like on another level completely I either care or don't care or like or dislike what's happening in the show. Yeah. The show itself is not a thing that's, that makes me feel like crap, you know? And and I, and I, when I said that I had to unpack my WWE loyalism, I think mm. I always, like, I had been arm's length with wrestling for about a half a year, now, half a decade now. Again, yeah. as I told you, with the occasional WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, whatever. It was, well, you know, also, I, it, I think I, um, I just,
0: what what's what there was one other kind of major thing that happened in your life that maybe started taking <laughs> up more time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> right. Of course. Of course. But besides that, no. But yes, yes, definitely.
1: But even even then, even before before Max was born, like I just like a weekly show was not a thing that I was watch- I was doing anymore. The last yeah. time I watched the weekly yeah. was I think punk summer of punk. 10 years ago right you know and then after that it was just like i don't think i can watch weekly anymore it's just yeah. not a thing and and um like I'd, I'd read up on it the next day like i always knew what was happening but three hours of raw is a lot and you know yeah I, I think it was a three hour change that changed everything for me too but uh what i meant to say was i think i was learning that being a wwe guy the only way to be a healthy wwe guy was to not watch it as much and i was happy with that yeah that's but okay but but what I had to unlearn was because I was a WWE guy, I guess I had expectations for all wrestling. <laughs> like, this is the thing I had to change. You right. know, like, that's the thing that I had to like, oh, wrestling doesn't have to be like this. And it sounds stupid and basic. And I guess mm-hmm. maybe you didn't have to go through that because you watched Nitro in 96. But I, I like, I find myself, like, where did my, my WWE brain kicked in watching uh, All Out. With mm-hmm. a Casino Battle Royal. Now, this was the second Casino Battle Royal I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. And I always felt it was dumb. Like, this is dumb. Like, this is, like, it's I, not I not felt the best like, gimmick. are you trying to... It's not. And it felt like they're trying to... Clearly, the, the, the model is the Royal Rumble. So, you know, it felt like they're trying to get a fan who knows the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. to see that they also have their own thing. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like... You know, and my WWE brain was just like, just, just do the Rumble. You know, <laughs> no one's gonna care. No one's gonna just do a countdown. That's all, that's what you want. You want yeah. people to count down. Yeah, that's what you want. So you know, and it's my WWE brain that expects that. Like, it's not a wrestling fan brain. You know, mm-hmm. and and uh, I have to admit, uh, this is what I was getting at a while ago when there were some entrances where I, you know, that I was like, uh, that made me kind of miss the AR. <laughs> There was just like one or two entrances, like this could use some AR here. Like Like a giant. Ruby Ruby Riot could have used some some AR. (laughs) Right. Punk rock Ruby Soho Ah. comes out with a giant graphic on top, like on top of the audience. You know, it's these are, it's, it surprised me how much WWF, WWE has made me believe that wrestling should be a certain way like it's and that's not a fandom like that and it sounds sorry it sounds simple but what i'm what i'm getting at is that you know fandom is about the product and Mm -hmm. what i'm realizing is that i haven't been a fan of the product for a while Mm -hmm. for a long time and yet the fandom still holds me like holds me captive i guess still informs what you
0: think wrestling should be yeah yeah
1: yeah, And it feels like there was a shift when they changed pay-per-view names from generic, threatening, violent words to the, the gimmick of the match, right? And then, like, they're from Armageddon to Hell in a Cell, where regardless of whatever was, ha- what was happening weekly, there's going to be a Hell in a Cell match, right? Yeah. And, like, smart, smart marks were all up in arms about it. I was all up in I was like, this is dumb. WWF shouldn't do it. And yet, stupid me, the thing worked because then i would look at the schedule and see hell in the cell and hey i should watch this without knowing what was happening without knowing if the match earned it and and, uh, and i i'm just realizing the, the the impact and the power of of all their subliminal cultural shit yeah. <laughs> that they're trying that they're trying to Turn everyone into 10 year olds all due respect to 10 year olds i mean sure. i'm a school teacher right sure but i, I don't i don't the, i don't the,
0: i don't mean 10 year old as a negative either i actually think that isn't i like that's a real good customer if you can get them
1: yeah right? it's just that they they, they think a 10 year old is dumber than they really are
0: this <laughs> is what i think so <laughs> you know I, uh, what's, what, I sort of i i don't want to unpack everything you just said but i i could just think like just to go back to what i was saying originally like I couldn't have said any of those sentences to people I knew in real life for the last like 15 years. <laughs> oh, that's and, why uh, we have this show. And honestly, it 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 um it's helped in the last few years to to actually to have one or two friends in real life who not only like wrestling but are 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 so generous with me and. In 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 letting me um, love it at them, <laughs> if that makes mm. sense, um, and that has no, really helped. That has really like helped my mental health and helped me feel centered and helped me feel less bad about all of it. Um, to be able to share that with people in real life, it really does. It really is an amazing thing, um, and I'm so happy that AEW was able to knock this month out of the park because it made people like you i think people like rich i think it made it made a lot of people go hey wait 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 what's happening what's this over here and i wonder if somebody's stepbrother somewhere over in alberta right now is going what do you mean you don't know about AEW?" and then it's making a lapsed fan go i gotta look at this i gotta look at that you know this is fun this is a fun thing i could add to my life you know AEW is not without its faults i think it's uh I think it's a little too bloody at times. And I think it leans a little too hard on the hardcore fan. Um, Right. The the person who is watching 10, 15 hours of wrestling all the time from different companies. And they just assume you have knowledge that you very much might not have. They assume that you're watching being the elite every week. Right. They assume Mm -hmm. you're watching all of it. (laughs) And yeah, we
1: have to talk about that at some point.
0: And there's something nice to being rewarded for watching all of it. But there's also something like, if I take two weeks off, I'm lost a little bit, you know? Yeah. So... Um, yeah, but
1: it might be a thing they're doing on purpose too. To, oh, to oh, oh, 100%. To
0: they, they are catering to to me very much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not good. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't like me. I don't want to be in a club with me. In it. <laughs> but I like you though. I well, like you. you. Though, so it's okay. I'm yeah. liking me more. If that if that's anything. <laughs> mm. That's um, better than anything else. Exactly. So yeah. Um,
1: I have a question. I have a question about AEW. Uh, yeah, sure. and we're not gonna go too too in depth on it because I feel like that's for international object when we talk about it the might product, be, yeah. So. But does it punch over there. Does it? Does it ever get bad? Like it's been around for three years. Was there a time when it just felt bad watching it? No. Like I mean, sure there are shows that are bad. Yes, but does it ever get like?
0: Uh, no, yeah, no. They've okay. kept they've kept a very good pace. I think um, mm. I think there's there's something written on the board in the back that says every show has to have one really good match that's unique from mm. the other shows this month. Um, mm. So they don't repeat themselves. I think there. I, I read somewhere that like that there's never been a repeat match on the show, um, mm. uh, or at least up until recently. Like they didn't have a single repeat match, uh, which is amazing. Like their their variety. Is amazing. Um, so even if this week they do a bad show, next week it's like a completely different thing. Um, and they usually know if they did a bad show. Um, All Out 2020 was a bad show, <laughs> uh, hmm. and and um, and they knew it. <laughs> so they 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 fixed things pretty quickly. Um, the sort of double-edged sword of they're aware of the audience and how much the audience knows about wrestling means that they hear that audience and so far it seems like they are somewhat receptive to overall things um they're not that receptive to obvious criticism of things like things like cody and the women's division they seem a little defensive Mm -hmm. about some things but Mm -hmm. overall i think i don't think they've had a bad period of time yeah it's a wrestling show not everything works and a lot of it is improv and Mm -hmm. a lot of it is like trying new stuff and that's that's Mm -hmm. part of being a wrestling fan is enjoying the vaudevillian variety show of it all. Um, but I think more things work than don't. And they, they know. Yeah. And they,
1: that's all you you can ask for sometimes.
0: Yeah. And, and dynamite is pretty much fully action packed. There's very little downtime on that show.
1: Yeah. The first match had blood this week. (laughs)
0: Uh, Okay. So so that's, that is a real criticism of mine is that like, (laughs) I I just don't think you need as much blood as you like. It, like it's some of the matches are, frankly, like barbaric in a way that I don't think pro wrestling should be. I'm not a fan of the ultra bloody, ultra mm-hmm. hardcore stuff. Um, I think that's mm-hmm. a I think that's a major detriment to pro wrestling. Actually, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I'm I like the art of the actual grappling. So maybe I'm too old school that way
1: well you've been that way for
0: i've been that way like for a day long day. time i'm like what you know, yes, for, for a long as long time. as you know me i'm like yeah. why are they letting people punch each other
1: <laughs> right right yeah you were one of the only people saying the pg era was a good thing I, well <laughs>
0: like it this added, is great you know like yeah it means they actually had to know how to wrestle yeah there were like, a we're, lot of guys i remember you
1: used to say he used to say that you don't miss the attitude era you miss your college dorm
0: yeah exactly and, I, I, still feel I
1: like that. i think I feel like AEW is also showing that people really, really miss the Attitude Era. <laughs> like, uh, that's like that, that's, that's like the really thing I it.
0: hear from people. It's like, oh, AEW is right. like the Attitude Era. It's like the wrestling you fell in love with. And I'm like, no, people in AEW know how to actually <laughs> wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's right. So it's a lot better than the attitude Mm. era in terms of like these people actually know how to do their jobs there were so many. if you go back and you watch like a wrestling show from 1999 there isn't one wrestling move for three hours like (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) yeah no that's that's not that's not far off from the truth when the network was new i tried doing that and i was like yeah no i can't (laughs) i can't do this (laughs) yeah
0: yeah, Back so to the no, plastics. I like, and you know, that's the so that's the difference. Um, but ultimately, it's still a wrestling show. It's still something you have to say you like, you know. <laughs> I, I think we
1: should do like every season or every if, we, if this is a thing we'll do consistently, then maybe every year. Mm-hmm. But if we take a break, like every season, we should have a state of our wrestling fandom episode. Mm-hmm like of each chose poorly because sure. there's a there's a lot here and it's it's not about the product I, I thought we'd talk more about the product than we did but this is this is important stuff i think mm-hmm. and i and i think where i'm at now is i'm giving AEW a chance i'm seeing what it's like and uh, i believe you uh and that it doesn't make you feel bad i i'll see how what it does to me mm-hmm. so where i'm at is i i need to unlearn like like i need to unlearn the superficial expectations, like that's the mm-hmm. thing I want to actively work on, because like so much, come, gen- there's so much like,
0: like like I know exactly what you mean. There's so much like unsaid stuff yeah. in WWE that teaches yeah. you this is how a show should flow, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. totally.
1: And even like a, how a year should flow, how, how a, a year season, should like, flow. I remember I was talking to somebody be. else. Yeah, we were yeah. like, what? Which is which one is AEW's WrestleMania? And the, and it stumped everybody. So people were arguing: is it? It's either Double or Nothing or All Out, and. And I'm, I'm talking to you, talking mm-hmm. to you. I realize that that's such a, that's such a WWF question. Like who cares? Yeah, <laughs> like, does I it think matter they, that there's
0: a WrestleMania? Yeah, I think I think it's fair to say that they have two, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't have two. You're supposed to have one, right? Yeah. But they that's don't. Right. They actually and I think they are on purpose not doing that. They're not they're on purpose yeah. going, We don't have one big show of the year. Yeah. We we have four big and shows and maybe two of those are actually big shows.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm adjusting and it's it's fun. It's fun to adjust. So I think we should look back on this like next season or next year. Or sure. whenever we talk basically, but like we should have a podcast about it about the state of the fandom.
0: I'm still so, not so where I'm at now is uh... I'm still
1: I'm still unlearning.
0: I'm still not going to be able to get you to watch the G1, huh?
1: Well, apparently Kenny Omega says it's not good. <laughs> Since he left, so (laughs) (laughs) like since he left, apparently it's been bad. So and since I'm an AEW guy now, I'm an AEW guy now, Sawyer. So screw New Japan. (laughs) What if it just turns me into the same guy, right? What (laughs) What if this is just the same thing all over again?
0: Well, you don't get to be because here's the thing about AEW: is it is just like it is now one wrestling company in a world of wrestling companies and it Mm. has a actual narrative device where it communicates with other wrestling companies and has and has talent exchanges and and, and all that um right it's built into the company that they do that so occasionally new japan Pro wrestling guys are going to show up (laughs) they've been doing that this whole time (laughs)
1: they just they just did it this week, so yeah, it's a pretty big match too. So
0: in, 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 TNA okay. guys are going to show up. Ring of Honor guys, well, Ring of Honor guys haven't shown up yet, but it's only a matter of time.
1: When is the G one? When when is this happening? It sounds uh, like it's soon.
0: Soon, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's soon. You know what? Let's give it a shot.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, I'm not gonna watch it the way you are. Like I'm, I'm gonna wait for you
0: <laughs> to tell think, me what to watch. I don't think I'm gonna watch <laughs> it the way I usually watch it this year.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. Um, you can do a, a Discord stream.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I think we should wrap. I think we kind of got it all. I think I did not think we'd get no. it all in ninety minutes, but I think we got it all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, we did. I think we I, did. I, I think I was able to sort of wrap up a lot of my insecurities in this episode, and I'm really glad that you came, that you sort of met me halfway with it too. Like you, you, you brought a lot to this, so thank you.
1: Thank you too, man. I really appreciate it. It's this is a this is therapy wrestling oh, therapy yeah. so it's important.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to go watch Dark. That's my easy show.
1: Nice. Yeah. Enjoy.
0: Yeah, you don't I you can't don't have get to you, you don't have to watch Dark, but yeah. Dark Dark's fun.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> one day, not not now, not now.
0: <laughs> sometimes I just like <laughs> wrestling matches when they're 3 minutes long. I sometimes that's nice. Mm. Oh, I know which one of these two guys are going to win. That's fun. That's that's okay with me sometimes. <laughs> spoiler is the one who doesn't get their own entrance. They're not gonna win. That's right. <laughs> you
1: know what? That's what I used to watch as a kid. So maybe I'll get into it one day. Yeah, like it's, it's very nostalgic. Yeah, I think that idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be the background show mm-hmm. during work planning hours.
0: Dark is a good background show. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a good night. And All we'll, right, man. We'll, I I think we'll do another one of these pretty soon. What do you want to talk about next?
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Um I mean we're Facebook going into classes, we're going into silly know. season, right? We're going into iPhone season.
1: iPhone season. Yeah. Right. Uh yeah, well I I feel like we've been very Mikey heavy. Do you want to talk about the zoom?
0: Oh my god. Like that
1: <laughs> Like iPhone season episode. Let's talk about the zoom. <laughs>
0: Oh, that would be extremely trolly of us. That sounds good. (laughs) Sounds good. Let's do that. That sounds good. Okay, cool. All right, man. Take care. Take care. Later. Bye.